Chapter 32 of Dread, A Tale of the Great Dismal Swamp by Harriet Beecher Stowe. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording by Michelle Fry, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Dread, Chapter 32, The Morning Star. Nina continued her visits to Tiff's garden on almost every pleasant morning or evening. Tiff had always some little offering, either berries or flowers, to present, or a nice little luncheon of fish or birds, cooked in some mode of peculiar delicacy, and which, served up in sylvan style, seemed to have something of the wild relish of the woods. In return she continued to read the story so interesting to him, and it was astonishing how little explanation it needed, how plain honesty of heart and lovingness of nature interpreted passages over which theologians have wrangled in vain. It was not long before Tiff had impersonated to himself each of the disciples, particularly Peter, so that when anything was said by him, Tiff would nod his head significantly and say, "'Ah, ah, that there's just like him,' He's allers a puttin' in, but he's a good man, arter all. What impression was made on the sensitive young nature through whom, as a medium, Tiff received this fresh revelation, we may perhaps imagine. There are times in life when the soul, like a half-grown climbing vine, hangs wavering tremulously, stretching out its tendrils for something to ascend by. Such are generally the great transition periods of life when we are passing from the ideas and the conditions of one stage of existence to those of another. Such times are most favorable for the presentation of the higher truths of religion. In a hazy, slumberous stillness of that midsummer atmosphere, in the long, silent rides through the ponds, Nina half-awakened from the thoughtless dreams of childhood, yearning for something nobler than she yet had lived for, thought over and revolved in her mind this beautiful and spotless image of God revealed in man which her daily readings presented, and the world that he created seemed to whisper to her in every pulsation of its air, every breath of its flowers, in the fanning of its winds, He still liveth, and he loveth thee. The voice of the good shepherd fell on the ear of the wandering lamb, calling her to his arms, and Nina found herself one day unconsciously repeating, as she returned through the woods, words which she had often heard read at church. When thou saidest unto me, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Nina had often dreaded the idea of becoming a Christian, as one shrinks from the idea of a cold, dreary passage which must be passed to gain a quiet home. But suddenly, as if by some gentle, invisible hand, the veil seemed to be drawn, which hid the face of almighty love from her view. She beheld the earth and the heavens transfigured in the light of his smile. A strange and unspeakable joy arose within her, as if some loving presence were always near her. It was with her when she lay down at night, and when she awoke in the morning the strange happiness had not departed. Her feelings may be best expressed by an extract from a letter which she wrote at this time to Clayton. Quote, it seems to me that I have felt a greater change in me within the last two months than in my whole life before. 
when i look back at what i was in new york three months ago actually i hardly know myself it seems to me in those old days that life was only a frolic to me as it is to a kitten i don't really think that there was much harm in me only the want of good in those days sometimes i used to have a sort of dim longing to be better particularly when livy ray was at school it seemed as if she woke up something that had been asleep in me but she went away and i fell asleep again and life went on like a dream then i became acquainted with you and you began to rouse me again and for some time i thought i didn't like to wake it was just as it is when one lies asleep in the morning it's so pleasant to sleep and dream that one resists any one who tries to bring them back to life i used to feel quite pettish when i first knew you and sometimes wished you'd let me alone because i saw that you belonged to a different kind of sphere from what i'd been living in and i had a presentiment that if i let you go on life would have to be something more than a joke with me but you would like a very indiscreet man as you are you would insist on being in sober earnest i used to think that i had no heart i begin to think that i have a good deal now every day it seems as if i could love more and more and a great many things are growing clear to me that i didn't used to understand and i'm growing happier every day you know my queer old protege uncle tiff who lives in the woods here for some time past i have been to his house every day reading to him in the testament and it has had a very great effect on me it affected me very much in the first place that he seemed so very earnest about religion when i who ought to know so much more was so indifferent to it and when the old creature with tears in his eyes actually insisted upon it that i should show his children the road to heaven then i began to read to him the testament the life of jesus i didn't know myself how beautiful it was how suited to all our wants it seemed to me i never saw so much beauty in anything before and it seems as if it had waked a new life in me everything is changed and it is the beauty of christ that has changed it you know i always loved beauty above all things in music in nature and in flowers but it seems to me i see something now in jesus more beautiful than all it seems as if all these had been shadows of beauty but he is the substance it is strange but i have a sense of him his living and presence that sometimes almost overpowers me it seems as if he had been following me always but i had not seen him he has been a good shepherd seeking the thoughtless lamb he has all my life been calling me child until lately my heart has never answered father is this religion is this what people mean by conversion i tried to tell aunt nesbitt how i felt because now i feel kinder to everybody and really my heart smote me to think how much fun i had made of her and now i begin to love her very much she was so anxious i should talk with mr Tittmarch because he is a minister well you know i didn't want to do it but i thought i ought to because poor auntie really seemed to feel anxious i should i suppose if i were as perfect as i ought to be a good man's stiff ways wouldn't trouble me so but stiff people you know are my particular temptation he came and made a pastoral call the other day and talked to me i don't think he understood me very well and i'm sure i didn't understand him he told me how many kinds of faith there were and how many kinds of love i believe there were three kinds of faith 
and two kinds of love and he thought it was important to know whether i had got the right kind he said we ought not to love god because he loves us but because he is holy he wanted to know whether i had any just views of sin as an infinite evil and i told him i hadn't the least idea of what infinite was and that i hadn't any views of anything but the beauty of christ that i didn't understand anything about the different sorts of faith but that i felt perfectly sure that jesus is so good that he would make me feel right and give me right views and do everything for me that i need he wanted to know if i loved him because he magnified the law and made it honorable and i told him i didn't understand what that meant i don't think on the whole that the talk did me much good it only confused me and made me very uncomfortable but i went out to old tiff's in the evening and read how jesus received the little children you never saw anybody so delighted as old tiff was he got me to read it to him three or four times over and now he gets me to read it every time i go there and he says he likes it better than any other part of the testament tiff and i get along very well together he doesn't know any more about faith than i do and hasn't any better views than i have aunt nesbitt is troubled about me because i'm so happy <laughs> she says she's afraid i haven't any sense of sin don't you remember my telling you how happy i felt the first time i heard real music i thought before that that i could sing pretty well but in one hour all my music became trash in my eyes and yet i would not have missed it for the world so it is now that beautiful life of jesus so sweet so calm so pure so unselfish so perfectly natural and yet so far beyond nature has shown me what a poor sinful low creature i am and yet i rejoice i feel sometimes as i did when i first heard a full orchestra play some of mozart's divine harmonies i forgot that i was alive i lost all thought of myself entirely and i was perfectly happy so it is now this loveliness and beauty that i see makes me happy without any thought of myself it seems to me sometimes that while i see it i can never suffer there is another thing that is strange to me and that is that the bible has grown so beautiful to me it seems to me that it has been all my life like the transparent picture without any light behind it and now it is all illuminated and its words are full of meaning to me i am light-hearted and happy happier than ever i was do you remember the first day you came to canama that i told you it seemed so sad that we must die that feeling is all gone now i feel that jesus is everywhere and that there is no such thing as dying it is only going out of one room into another everybody wonders to see how light-hearted i am and poor auntie says she trembles for me i couldn't help thinking of that the other morning i was reading to tiff what jesus said when they asked him why his disciples did not fast can the children of the bride chamber mourn while the bridegroom is with them now my dear friend you must tell me what you think of all this because you know i always tell you everything i have written to livy about it because i know it will make her so happy milly seems to understand it all and what she says to me really helps me very much i always used to think that milly had some strange beautiful kind of inward life that i knew nothing of because she would speak with so much certainty of god's love and act as if it were so real to her and she would tell me so earnestly child he loves you 
now i see into it that mystery of his love to us and how he overcomes and subdues all things by love and i understand how perfect love casteth out fear to this letter nina soon received an answer from which also we give an extract if i was so happy my dearest one as to be able to awaken that deeper and higher nature which i always knew was in you i thank god but if i ever was in any respect your teacher you have passed beyond my teachings now your childlike simplicity of nature makes you a better scholar than i in that school where the first step is to forget all our worldly wisdom and to become a little child we men have much more to contend with in the pride of our nature and our habits of worldly reasoning it takes us long to learn the lesson that faith is the highest wisdom don't trouble your head dear nina with aunt nesbitt or mr titmarch what you feel is faith they define it and you feel it and there's all the difference between the definition and the feeling that there is between the husk and the corn as for me i am less happy than you religion seems to me to have two parts to it one part is the aspiration of man's nature and the other is god's answer to those aspirations i have as yet only the first perhaps because i am less simple and less true perhaps because i am not yet become a little child so you must be my guide instead of i yours for i believe it is written of the faithful that the little child shall lead them i am a good deal tried now my dear because i am coming to a crisis in my life i am going to take a step that will deprive me of many friends of popularity and that will perhaps alter all my course for the future but if i should lose friends and popularity you would love me still would you not it is wronging you to ask such a question but yet i should like to have you answer it it will make me stronger for what i have to do on thursday of this week my case will come on again i am very busy just now but the thought of you mingles with every thought end of chapter thirty two the morning star